Hi, I'm Robin Birkin. Welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice, and real talk. To me, being a warrior means knowing that true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to feel afraid, and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way, and I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm really excited to record this one because I really feel like the last 12 months have been such a journey of self-discovery for me, but also that I think when you listen to this podcast, you might see quite a few common threads between my last 12 months and some of the feelings that I had and your fertility journey. So I think we should dive in. Six months ago, You may or may not have remembered if you're on my email list, an email that I sent out saying, I'm sorry, you know, this is it. Um, It's the end. I'm going to have to shut everything down because my husband and my daughter have been in hospital uh, and I can't do it anymore. So (laughs) I sent this big email, you know, I'm retiring. It's all over the drama. uh, And that's really how I felt at the time. But here I am. I feel like, I don't don't know if you know, there's a fighter in Australia called Anthony Mundine. There's a singer called John Farnham. These are people who are like serial people who say, I'm retiring and then don't retire. So I've only done it once, but um, that's kind of how I feel because I thought I was going to give it all up. And then now I haven't. And now things are like look really different for me in my life. But let's talk about the story. So things for me started shifting in my life, even though I sent the email out six months ago, probably closer to 12 months ago. And that was around the middle to the end of July. So I had Olivia and decided that I wasn't going to go back to work in the office and proceeded to work from home running my business. And I was doing one-to-one fertility coaching, which I'm not doing anymore because I have my online programs now, but I was working from home and loving what I was doing. Honestly, I feel so called to work in this space with you. I just feel like I have gifts and talents that I can share and the way that this journey affected me, I feel really called to make the journey lighter for fertility warriors um, and to help you have success on your journey. But mostly, you know, I know that a lot of us know what we need to do, but it's that knowledge action gap, putting it into place. So that's where I feel really called is to assist you in implementing the things that I know that you know you should be doing, but just to make it a lot easier for you. So that was really good. I felt really called, but I felt really lonely. Um, There is something to say for working at home by yourself that is 
like it's, I can't compare it and I can't really compare how I felt, but it was kind of suffocating and kind of lonely, even though I was, you know, working with beautiful clients every day. And I've come to discover since then that it's kind of in my personality makeup that I need what's called meaningful relationships in my life. Uh, I've done a lot of personality tests and the one that I've done that came back is called the, I think the PH360 health type test came back that I'm a connector. Human interaction is like my life force. And I didn't know that at the time. It's literally only in the last three months that I've discovered, you know, why I do the things that I do. But I was in this kind of quandary that I was doing work that I love, but just really suffering socially. And it was in July that I spoke to Ross and I said, I just think I'm going to need to go back to work in an office full time because not a lot of part-time work exists. And I said, I'm just like, I just feel so out of balance right now. And just like Kismet, at the end of July, I was approached to work part-time in a job that I can literally only describe as pretty much having my perfect conditions. They make me lunch every day. We have a kitchen and the kitchen makes lunch. Hello, like hashtag dream job. Uh, And literally the lunch is one of the big things that keeps me there. (laughs) Um, But I started working at this office late July, like late July, early August. And then the next minute, come the beginning of September, many of you will know that I ended up rushing Ross to the hospital. He collapsed at the hospital and, you know, started uh, like going in and out of consciousness, which turned out to be a ruptured spleen, which was kind of the shock of my life. Honestly, when he collapsed in the emergency room, I was filled with all sorts of panic and fear that he'd had a stroke or a heart attack or something and literally had died in my arms in the triage which he didn't, thankfully, and I'm very grateful that we have the medical care that we do here in Australia, but it was such a shock and he was then in hospital. He got transferred to one of our main hospitals and he was there for five nights. Then the next weekend, Olivia was in hospital and so that was quite tough for me. Then Ross ended up contracting an infection and like was just going downhill. Even though he was home, he was going downhill. So I was juggling Olivia who was sick and Ross who was sick and then had to rush Ross back to hospital the next weekend. He had two collapsed lungs. He had further internal bleeding and his spleen had re-ruptured because of this internal infection. Uh, And he was then in hospital for just about a week. Then the next weekend, Olivia was back in hospital. Like I kid you not. I was dealing with these two sick people in my family. I I just started this new job literally like a month ago. Started this new job and was having to say to them, I'm sorry, I'm, you know, I'm in hospital with Olivia. I'm sorry, I have to leave early and go see Ross at hospital. I was having to juggle, you know, like I've got Chloe as well. So I it was such a juggling act and there was literally no room in my life for anything else. Uh, I couldn't, you know, I could, I was grateful that I had 
this job that I could go to, but I was also really stressed because I'd only just started and I wanted to make a good impression. I was still on probation. Uh, I was just feeling like full, like I could not juggle any more plates and I felt almost like dread at the prospect of seeing friends, the prospect of working with clients, just actual dread. And I don't even know why I felt that dread, but maybe you can relate on your fertility journey that you're here doing all these appointments. You're here, you know, seeing naturopaths and acupuncturists and just even the emotional weight of it all just seems so heavy and everything just seems so full. And, you know, you have to kind of take a step back. And this was what I did on my fertility journey as well. Sometimes you just have to take a step back from your friends, from your social life, from everything, just so that you can recoup and protect some of your emotional energy. And that was very much the space that I was in in September. I wrote that email while while I was sitting in hospital with Olivia. So I wrote that email in September. And for those of you who aren't on my email list, maybe you did, maybe you didn't just notice that I kind of dropped off the scene a little bit. There weren't really any podcasts around that time. And that's the reason why. And I sat with it until November and it still felt heavy. It still felt like I, you know, I couldn't really continue with the work that I was doing because I needed to really work on myself. And Ross was still off work. He was off work in total for about four and a half months. And I was doing this juggle thing. So everything started to look up, obviously, as we hit the new year. And I just kept going. So what are the lessons that I learned on my journey that may be applicable to you? And how did I kind of come out of it? And I, you know, really credit all of the work that I've done over the years to help me navigate this path and know what I needed to do. So one of the things that I did, I started when Ross was sick and Olivia was sick, I started having panic attacks I'm or anxiety attacks. I'm one of those people that, um, if I, you know, if I get really overwhelmed and really stressed, I will have anxiety attacks. I'll start hyperventilating. And I, you know, I had on Ross's second hospital visit, I started having anxiety attacks. And so I knew though, like what I needed to do, I knew what I needed to do to come out of the anxiety attacks. I knew that it was a symptom of going through a really stressful period in my life and that it was okay that that was happening but I reached out to a clinical psychologist to talk through some of the issues. So I had a few sessions there and my main takeaway from those sessions for me was that I knew what I needed to do. Like all of the things that we discussed are things that I knew about. Sometimes it's, you know, when we're in the the moment, we can't see that, you know, we're doing okay, you know, we're like, we're doing the things we know what we're doing. We're doing the things. And, you know, when we're in these stressful situations, deep breathing is the antidote. And you just, you need to deep do deep breathing exercises in the good times as well as the bad times. 
And, you know, deep breathing is really what it came down to. But, you know, I didn't hesitate. I never hesitate these days to get help. If I think that things are out of alignment or out of balance, I don't need to be at rock bottom every time. But if things, if I feel like things could be better, if I want just the help of somebody to help me work through it, I do not hesitate to join an e-course or coaching or anything like that. And that's been a real mindset shift that I've had over the last couple of years. So I reached out to a clinical psychologist, discovered that I already, like, I know what I need to do, right? And we have a very lovely therapist who is in our, I guess, like business group for fertility businesses called Emma Govan-Brudinski. She is a fertility coach, but she's also a therapist. And she said, you know, what you've gone through is a big thing. Like it's not a little thing. So you have to understand that that's how you are going to feel. And then I emailed her, messaged her. It might, might have been a conversation that we had in the group. Um, and it was even, you know, sort of in like January, February. And she said, you're still coming out of this. So, you know, like it's still a big thing and you've only, this has only just happened. So I want to encourage you, you know, like don't feel like you have to bounce back at everything immediately. Don't feel like everything has to, you know, fall back into place or fall into place or just because you're doing the deep breathing and the deep work that, you know, instantly things will happen for you. Um, sometimes it's a process, personal development, is a process, you know, maintaining your self-care habits is an ongoing thing. You always need to do these things. You need to maintain it. It's not just a once and done thing. But coming out of it now, I can honestly say that I probably feel the most happiest that I've ever felt in my entire life. And I've come back to the saying that sometimes you've got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. And I feel like you're probably in that phase as well. So, you know, where it's messy, where you feel like things might not be going your way, where you feel like you're on this deep path of ups and downs and this roller coaster, where you feel like you're growing as a person and you feel like you're the strongest you have ever been and the most resilient you've ever been, but still stuck in this shithole, just remember that Robin said that sometimes you've got to break a few eggs to make an omelette. Sometimes it's going to be a process and it's going to take time and you will come out of this whole journey at some point. You'll come out of this journey a butterfly. Uh, you know, like if you come in a caterpillar, you're going to come out a butterfly, but sometimes you just have to wait. Trust the lessons Trust that you know what you know and not hesitate to get help. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay to have a bit of a wig out. Sometimes it's okay to have shaky moments in our lives where we question things. And if we never ever question things and go on the path that we're always going on, then sometimes things don't change. And where I was at before was this place of in my business and social life personal life, feeling like I was, or I was doing it all myself. I wasn't getting any kind of outside help. I was, you know, just juggling all of the balls myself. Uh, And now in my business, I've really implemented changes that have helped me run my business more sustainably. We are all going to have ups and downs 
in our lives, in our businesses. We're all going to have these ups and downs. So what can we do to help the ship keep running in you know, the moments when we feel like everything's not working out for us? And I really want you to have a think about that. And for a lot of fertility warriors, honest to God, one of the things that I ended up recommending when I was doing one-to-one coaching is to get a cleaner. Because sometimes when we like, we'll have days when we just want to lie in bed or we just want to watch a movie, having a cleaner just helps. I mean, I don't know about you, but when the house looks like a freaking bomb and hasn't been vacuumed, I it, it's almost like I can feel a bit of anxiety. But having a cleaner, just make sure that it's done every week. And I don't have that on my to-do list. So have a little bit of a think about if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, if you're feeling like it's a struggle to keep the ship afloat while you're dealing with all of the things that you're dealing with, have a look at whether, you know, getting a cleaner is something that is feasible for you within your finances. Um, The other thing that I wanted to talk about, and, you know, like, sorry, is that you I also, uh, sorry, you can't always also have everything resting on your shoulders. That's impossible. You have to fill up your own cup. You have to have space away from everything. And that's how sometimes we end up wigging out, which is totally okay to wig out, as I said. But when everything rests on your shoulders and when you're responsible for everything, that's how we really start to trip ourselves up. But I've been on this journey of self discovery and Again, I didn't hesitate. I felt like I wanted some clarity because I have long held the belief. And a lot of the times, you know, the things that we do are a result of long held beliefs that we've had. And I had this belief that I wasn't going to be successful at a business if I was also working in an office. But I love working in this office. I need that human connection, but I also love my business. I love doing podcasts with you. I love coming and checking in with you every week. I love it when you DM me on Instagram. I love all of everything that comes with this business. And, you know, there was, I had this huge internal struggle of how I was going to do both and why I needed to do both. And so I didn't hesitate. I reached out to Simone Denny and we've been working together for about three months. She's a life coach. She is one of the experts that I talk to in the Fertility Warrior Intensive to just work through some stuff. And even though, you know, like I do a lot of personal development things in the Fertility Warrior Intensive and I'm very well read, um, sometimes I can never see the wood for the trees when it's my own stuff. And you know, when it comes down to branding, I'm very much like that. But with my personal life, like sometimes I just need to bounce things off someone else. And sometimes I just need to release the pressure of doing that. So I've been working with Simone Denny and, you know, have come up with these personality tests that have really shown that I'm a connector and that I need that social interaction. And so I would encourage you in your life to maybe do a personality test. There's also the 16 personalities test. There's a whole bunch out there and I've done all of them um, I have didn't do the pH three health type three sixty test, but I have done the sixteen personalities before and a lot of other ones. But the type of person that I am is that I need variety and I need this 
social interaction. And that's where right now in doing both, I feel so much more fulfilled. So when, you know, here you are possibly on this journey and thinking to yourself, how does a personality test help me get pregnant faster? It's not necessarily about helping you get pregnant faster, but it's, it is about helping you feel more fulfilled on your journey. Maybe discover your purpose a little bit more, maybe discover why you're hating your work. Is it just because you're on this journey? Is it because it's not in alignment with the type of person that you are? Um, I really encourage you, this is a perfect time in your life to do some self-discovery, to do some self-analysis, to work out the things that you are passionate about, um, but also to just allow things to be a bit messy until they're not. Sometimes things are really shit until they're not. Sometimes they're messy until they're not. Sometimes they're hard until they're not. But the secret is in being persistent and keeping going and accepting where you are in life and knowing that wherever you are in your life, this is the path that you are on and that it's your path. And, you know, I truly believe that everything is laid out for us and all of the ups, the downs and everything like that are where we're meant to be. Like right now, you are exactly where you're meant to be. I am exactly where I am meant to be. If I hadn't had this wig out and had, you know, like Ross and Olivia be sick. Not that I would ever want them to ever be sick, but things would have looked very different for me in my life. So everything that's happened has shown me blessings. I've learned lessons from them. I don't think they've happened for a reason, but I think that they have, you know, shown me lessons, shown me things about myself. And as I say, what a roller coaster of a 12 months. I know, but I can now say coming out of it all that I feel really happy and I feel really content. And I really hope that for you, you know, you will come out of your caterpillar phase really soon. But if you are in there at the moment, don't stress. I've got your back and I can't wait to chat with you next week for another podcast episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. If you would like more tools, resources, and courses to help you survive your journey, please head to robinbirkin.com. And if you liked this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review it. I look forward to catching you at the next episode.